What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, episode 58. This may be the last episode of 2020. Uh, we're recording this on December 28th, 2020. So yeah, pretty sure this will be the last episode of 2020. But that means the next episode will be the 20 and 20 recap, the year in re review, so to speak. Um, I've been really thinking about where to go, like what stories do I want to tell. Sometimes I feel like they need to be topical, like this just happened, so let's talk about it right now. And then it kind of deviates from where I was going before. So, you know, I think in the last episode, I, I talked to you guys about um, doing like talk about the house and, and buying the house and, and that sort of thing in this next episode. Um, but uh, I realized or wasn't thinking at the time that this last week was my anniversary for when I quit my job and went full time as a content creator. Um, it's been six years and it's been six years. And I had this, I had this epiphany, I had this thought while I was driving last week that I feel like a lot has changed in the last six years. Uh, a lot has changed from when I quit my job to do YouTube full time to where I'm at today, where at, where Twitch and live stream is actually more, mm, more prevalent, more more my thing, more like more my, my full-time thing. So that's kind of, uh, kind of what I want to talk about, I guess. So December 19th, 2014 was when I was my last day at work. Um, and for those people who don't know, I worked at Cox communications. I was there for almost nine years. And I did various positions starting at tech support, all the way up to um, supervisor position. And I, I was a supervisor for two different teams for the better, I'd say almost half my tenure there. I was, I was there for two years, maybe two and a half years in two different, two different uh, departments. Um, I loved my job. I really did. In fact, if YouTube didn't do what it, what it, what it was doing, um, I, I'd probably still be there and, you know, I moved up the ladder in the leadership in the corporate world. Um, but, you know, I started YouTube back you know, 2006, 2007, and was doing it kind of on the side as like a, as, as a hobby. And you guys all know this story. I've talked about YouTube and the, my origin stories and all that stuff. Uh, you know, it got to the point where my checks on YouTube were as much as my checks at Cox. And I made that constant decision to go full time, quit my job, spend all my time and energy into YouTube. And, uh, Actually, I have some statistics here. Um, when I quit my job, I was right around 70, 75,000 subscribers on my main YouTube channel, Clintus TV. I had Clintus Games, and it was garnering, you know, somewhere around the the 20, 30,000 subscriber range as well. Um, so I hadn't even hit 100,000 subs. I, I, I didn't have my verified check mark yet out of 100,000 subs when I quit my job, but my videos were being recommended and suggested like crazy. I was getting way more views than I should have been for the subscriber base that I had. Um, and a lot of that had to do with just right place, right time. I started doing YouTube before anyone else was doing YouTube. I was doing YouTube, you know, when, you know, most kids didn't know what it was because they didn't have phones and tablets and stuff like that. And parents, you know, were oblivious to the internet, right? Facebook, Twitter had just started popping up. But again, it was, it was for the nerds. It was for the people that were like, you know, the, the living in mom's basement loser kind of thing was the running joke for a long, long time. Um, you know, that's what basically people were, uh, 
you know, like I used to get made fun of, like when I would tweet something, like I would tweet having pizza or just did this thing. And, and, you know, the question was, why do people care that you're eating pizza or why, you know, I was the dork with the camera, right? Until the checks started coming in. And then once the checks started coming in, then it was like, oh, wait, 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 you're making money from how you're making money. What you can make money on YouTube. Okay. How I want to know that I want to do this. Um, so that's kind of how that, that's how that started. So I quit my job and that was like I said, December and in April. So four months later, I had a hundred thousand subscribers on Clint's TV. And I told everybody that when I hit a hundred thousand subscribers, I'm going to buy a dirt bike. And at the time, dirt bike videos were a real big thing. You know, I was trying to get the kids into dirt bike riding. So every time I did a dirt bike video, it would explode and, you know, get four times as many views as the normal video and that what, what not. Um, you know, so I was really pushing for that dirt bike angle because it just was doing well. And like I said, I wanted my kids to ride. I wanted my kids to get into it. You know, that was the original uh, idea and the, the original intention. And obviously I did, I did it wrong because uh, the kids didn't get into it and the kids don't like them. Uh, though, you know, they're fun to ride. Let's, let's be real. You know, my kids aren't like, I hate riding dirt bikes or I hate, uh, you know, it's not fun. It's, it's, a, it's the whole experience. It's the whole thing that comes with dirt bike riding. It's, it's one of the reasons why I don't ride dirt bikes more um, is because it's just such a whole ordeal to go riding. It's not like a bicycle where you just hop on and start pedaling and you're there. It's, it's a whole thing you have to do to go dirt bike riding. And the kids don't care enough. Hell, I don't even care enough most of the time. Um, but anyway, I, you know, I, I, we hit 100,000 subscribers four months later. And it, I got my silver play button. And things were going like, like going crazy. Like I said, I quit my job in December around 70,000 subs. Four months later, I hit 100,000 subs. One month later, almost to the day, I hit 200,000 subs. My channel literally doubled in size in one month after I hit that 100,000, just because the hype train videos were popping off, going viral. Like I was dirt bike riding. I, you know, it was just all these things were happening and it was awesome. It was, it was this, it was this magical moment where I was like, holy shit, this is it. This is it. Like I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a full-time YouTuber. I'm a full-time content creator. So I did that, check that box, right? That March, that slash April, I started my own company, right? I formed an LLC, um, and, and became legit, right? Like I, I was an actual business owner and it was no longer just YouTube, right? Me and my channel. It was so much more. And, um, but at the time, but, but again, this is when it was just YouTube. You know, I, I, I was streaming on other platforms. I was streaming on YouTube. It wasn't really making any money. I was, I wasn't making money anywhere else. Like, like 99% of my income came from YouTube ad revenue, like, which is still to this day is, is very hard and unheard of to, to, for the majority of your revenue to come from ad revenue. Usually it's, you know, diverse diversification today. You know, this is, like I said, back in 2014, 2015, um, you know, so, so here's a little statistics for you. Uh, 2015, right? So one full year of being full-time, um, I picked up 107 million views, uh, which equated to 6 million hours of watch time, 200,000 subscribers, Right. And again, most of those came in the first, uh, I don't know, you know, that first little bit, which is funny. It says 200,000, but that can't be right. Cause I feel like there's some data missing. 
honestly. I don't know if the dating goes back that far because like I said, I like in the first, the first month that it happened was just like, uh, overnight, bam. Right. Like it, like it, it doubled, um, which it does show a significant jump in, in subscribership. Like, you know, we're talking 1200 a day. Yeah. Actually, maybe that is right. Maybe that is right. It, it popped up overnight in a month, but then slowed down the rest of the month, the rest of the year. It was just like that initial pop off. Yeah. There's some data missing. There's definitely some data missing. Anyway, trying to get some, I have all these charts up for you guys so I could, I could rattle this off while I was recording. But, um, in any case, um, it was a, it was an incredible year, uh, of 2015 and 2016, the following year was my best year ever to this day. Um, you know, 2015, 2016, the channel grew exponentially. Um, the, the, the sponsorships and, and opportunities that came my way were, you know, hand, hand over fist, just coming my way. And I did make a lot of money. Uh, we made a lot of money. Um, and, and not, not rich. Like when I say a lot of money for what I was making at Cox, right? Like my, my income doubled in one year and then almost tripled, you know, the following year, like, or double, I don't know. I don't know my math's off on that, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was from, from when I quit my job to two years later, I was making three times as much money. But at the end of 2016, and a lot of you know the story, I've talked about this numerous times, 2017 happened, YouTube made some changes on their side. I didn't make any changes to my channel, my content, everything was exactly the same. And like a light switch, the algorithm changed, the way they serve videos changed. And across the board, my, my whole, you know, my whole channel kind of just kind of, kind of stopped growing um, and kind of plateaued. Um, and then 2017, things kind of went down. Um, and then they continue to go, to go down till 2019 when things kind of plateaued and they've kind of stayed the same the last two years now. I kind of just want to lay that groundwork on that because that's kind of how that, that's so the channel dictated my business and dictated how, what I did next. So while I, when I quit my job and, 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 and was going full-time 2015, going real hard on Clint's TV that August, I started dabbling with Twitch and I started dabbling with live streaming specifically around video games and YouTube announced YouTube gaming. And right away I got like, like right away it got me thinking, okay, YouTube gaming's launching. I have a, a YouTube channel with 40,000 subs. Clint's game, Clint's games had 40,000 subs. I was like, I'm going to be way more successful streaming on YouTube than I am on Twitch. Lol. Um, so I went gung ho with Clint with, with YouTube gaming and I was featured on the front page on day one. And I went real hard, um, on YouTube gaming. And within a year I hit a hundred thousand subs, got another silver play button and I was doing well, I was doing well. Uh, but long story short, YouTube was not advancing their platform and giving us more enough features for me to feel like, it was a viable place. And, and after less than two years, I decided to make the switch to Twitch. Um, I came over as a, as a partner day one. Um, and I did sign an exclusive deal. So I was not able to stream anywhere else. Uh, I didn't want to, once I, once I got onto Twitch and realized how the platform worked and, and how, um, you know, how, how I can make money and how my, my, my community could support me and how I could give back to them. Like, Twitch is a better platform. And I've been saying it now for over three and a half years. It's the best platform for live streaming, in my opinion, right? There's pros and cons. 
there's, it's definitely not perfect. As you can see in the news, there's a lot of, you know, bad decisions, um, bad publicity, but honestly, I think at this point it's safe to say that every company has pros and cons, no matter where you put your content, YouTube, Facebook, whatever the next big thing is, there's pros and cons to all of them. Um, I still think Twitch is the best live streaming platform, last best platform for live streaming, you know, whatever you want to go into. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where that, that, that happened. So when 2017 happened and my YouTube channel started to kind of deteriorate, I decided to diversify. I didn't want all my eggs in one basket. I didn't want all my revenue coming from one platform. And I was scared. I was scared that, okay, Clintus TV is kind of plateaued. Clintus games at the time, I think, um, I don't think Fortnite was out yet. I'm trying to think. I don't think Fortnite's been out that long. So I don't think Fortnite was there yet, but I'd started to make the change to Twitch and right away Twitch did exponentially better in the first couple of months than I did on YouTube. I mean, all the time and energy I put into YouTube and I'd over surpassed almost all my metrics in a couple of months on Twitch and most specifically, more importantly, uh, the revenue piece, right? So I, I felt justified making the switch to Twitch because I was already making a little bit more money than I was on YouTube and I had nothing, nowhere to go but up from there. Um, I had already had a lot of friends on the platform. I'd met some people that worked there. Um, it just seemed like a really good, a really good fit. Um, and it was exciting to like start building something again, right? Like I'd already had some followers on Twitch. Obviously I'd already streamed on there a couple of times before I left YouTube gaming. Uh, you know, I was doing like dual streams, kind of trying to build Twitch up a little bit. And so it, I didn't start from scratch. Uh, a lot of people ask me all the time, how do you, how'd you start off? And I was like, I didn't start from scratch. I built it on YouTube first and then moved to Twitch. And though I, I it wasn't a clear cut move, I did have to rebuild it. And I'm still, you know, still building it. Right. Um, that sort of thing. But in any case, that was the decision that made me jump to Twitch was because I saw how volatile YouTube is and how easy it was to lose something that you've been working towards and building. Um, I also saw that there was a shift in the viewership. There was a lot more kids. Now, granted, there was, there was kids on the platform when I first started. That's where I, uh, most of my channel was built upon was family-friendly videos and the family, my kids, kids want to watch kids. And, you know, I'm a dad figure. So it's like, okay, cool dad, but cool kids too. And um, you start seeing more and more kids on the platform, like making content, right? So kids want to watch kids. Well, all of a sudden now you got more kid content creators or more family vloggers with more kids the viewership kind of shifted. And unless you were making stuff that was very specific to a younger demographic, the viewership wasn't there. The recommendations weren't there. Again, this is when the algorithm changed more towards watch time versus views. And it didn't matter how big your channel was, it was how well your videos performed. You could have one video that would go viral and your whole channel could just still be, you know, crap. No subscribers at all, but your video goes viral. It happens all, it happens all the time. It happens today. Um, so... It's one of those things where I, I, decisions had to be made and, you know, I can't say that I, that I regret anything. Um, cause who knows where I'd be today if I made any changes, it would be a different place. Right. But I made the decision to focus on Twitch after that first year. Cause I was really, really enjoying it. Um, for two reasons. One, one video games, obviously video games are a hobby of mine, video games, or something that I enjoy playing, my free time. Um, it connects me and my friends. Almost all my friends, all my real close friends are all gamers. So that's the first thing. The second thing, and the most important thing, and I say this all the time, in fact, we have emotes for it, 
right? So those of you who are watching live on Twitch, you know what emotes I'm talking about. Talking to my community and, and interacting and connecting with them is the most important thing. I do that on YouTube, but it's always a little different because it's like, it's like email versus a text message, right? You send an email off and then you go walk away and you do something else. And then you come back to your inbox, you see that you've got a response, you read the response, you send the response, and then you walk away again, right? It's that, it's that waiting, waiting game. Whereas with a text message, right, or a phone call, it's instant. You send, they receive, you send, receive, it's instant. And that's what, that's what live streaming is. Live streaming is a conversation. Yes, one person is talking, the other person is typing, but it's in, a, it's in a real-time conversation situation. So if I go, hey guys, how was your Christmas? I can immediately get, you know, 20, 30 responses. Hey, my Christmas was great. My Christmas is this and that. How was your Christmas? And we have a conversation versus me making a video on YouTube and going, hey guys, how was your Christmas? Let me know in the comments down below. I post that a day later and then I have to wait for the next week to month to get all the different responses as people start to watch it, right? It's like a casting a net versus, versus, you know, uh, like, oh, I don't know, bad analogy there, but you get my point. It's, it's a different dynamic and I like this better. So I started to focus more on Twitch and because I was sitting in this chair for, you know, five, six, eight hours a day, I was not doing things that were vloggable or vlog worthy, really. Um, and so of course the channel started to slowly, like it already plateaued, but it started slowly getting less and less views. Um, it wasn't getting as many new subs either. Um, and so with that being said, um, it was even more obvious that Twitch was my future. I felt it. I, 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 I felt it early on that the live streaming and Twitch you know, the, the, the Twitch as the platform, but live streaming as the content was my future. Um, and so that shift happened, like I said, 2017, maybe the, maybe the beginning of 2018. Um, you know, I made some changes with YouTube, right? If you remember correctly, we made some changes where I wasn't doing daily vlogs anymore. Um, I'd done some challenges. I had done um, like vlogs where it was like all music, no, no actual me talking to the camera. I tried a bunch of different things. I was trying to change it up to see if maybe my audience reacted to something or if the, the, the algorithm picked it up and, and, and ran with it. Like, and I was just looking to, to see if something were to make a difference. If I made a difference, cause like I said, I didn't make any changes to my channel. And all of a sudden January, 2017, the switch got clicked. And seeing a, 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 a graph or a chart, you know, going up, 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 year over year, over year, over year, just nonstop up, up, up. And then all of a sudden, like, like, like a switch, like I said, it hit this magical wall and said, nope, you're done growing. And then start to go down. It scared me. I quit my job, right? We bought a house. And what I thought was a very successful YouTube channel that was going to continue to grow year over year for the next five to 10 years stopped. And I freaked out, you know, I had a freak out moment. Now, granted, I was still doing very well. I was still making more money than I was making at Cox by a lot. So, and, and I save, I'm good at saving money. I'm good at, you know, uh, investing. I had some investments. 
like I said, 2016 was a good year. So it wasn't like all of a sudden I was freaking out. I had no money, right? It wasn't that it, it was me being a responsible adult, be, me being a father and a husband thinking ahead, thinking, in the, you know, three months, six months out. Okay, if this continues going this way, a year from now, we'll be in trouble. Like that's how I was thinking, right? A year from now, we'll be in trouble. So made some changes to the YouTube channel. None of the changes made a damn difference. If anything, it may have hurt me more. When I said I wasn't doing daily vlogs anymore, people were like, F this, you know, we, we subscribe for daily vlogs. I'm out of here. Like, okay, so clearly you're not that big of a fan, right? If you're ready to ditch me, if I just say I'm not doing daily vlogs anymore. I was still posting every day too, by the way. Like I was still, you know, posting a new video every day. I think I may have missed one day out of, in a month or something. So I continued to do that, went back to kind of some somewhat daily vlogs. And then uh, when the school year started, I decided to go to the, the bi-weekly, right? So two videos a week. And just to see if I could, you know, okay, let's get back to some kind of, you know, I don't know, um, cadence, if you will. And uh, again, I feel like once you make a change to your channel, it's very hard to recoup. It's really hard to get back. YouTube and the algorithm is not forgiving. Um, it knows what it knows. It, it knows what your audience likes. And if you put a video up that does not meet those criteria, it just does not recommend it, it does not push it. And I prove it, I prove it to this day. We're here we are, 2020, the end of 2020, and it's exactly the same as it was three or four years ago. If I put a video up with specific keywords, a specific title, a specific thumbnail, it will do better. I've proven it. The problem is I don't want to play the game. I don't want to play the YouTube game because I'm not a YouTuber, right? Um, I've kind of gotten away from that name as, as being a YouTuber. Um, hell, I, I even moved my name around in my profile. I'm no longer a vlogger first. I'm a, pot, I'm a streamer. Right? If you look at my profile, streamers first before vlogging, because I consider myself now more. Uh, someone asked me what I do. First thing I say is I stream on Twitch. I'm a Twitch streamer. That's the first thing I say. I don't say I'm a YouTuber. I don't say I'm a vlogger. I'll say I'm a full-time content creator, right? Or an influencer, which I don't even like to use that terminology these days. But I'll say that I'm, you know, I'm a full-time content creator. I do Twitch streams, YouTube videos, podcasts with brands, right? That's kind of my, my, my elevator pitch, if you will. Uh, because Twitch is my main thing now. Uh, I think a lot of kids specifically, and I'll say kids, because they don't understand how the internet works and understand how YouTube works and, and the internet, all that stuff. But, you know, they like to throw, throw some punches at like, oh, the channel's dead, man. Or, wow, this channel died. And, oh man, you don't get the views like you used to. Or man, you've been stuck at the same subscribers forever. They don't understand how this stuff works. They also don't realize that I don't focus on YouTube anymore. I really don't. If you, if you actually follow my channel and, you, and you're watching this on YouTube right now or you're listening to this in the podcast and you pay attention to, to my YouTube channel, I'm not even posting every week anymore. I've skipped a couple weeks, right? But here I am on Twitch 40 hours a week because this is my job. This is now my main focus. It's growing it's now garnering me new partnerships, new sponsorships. Um, I'm meeting new people. And I'll be honest with you, most of my friends are on Twitch. They're Twitch broadcasters or part of the Twitch community. I've lost contact with almost all my YouTube friends. I have a handful that we still keep contact with, like on Twitter and Instagram, um, you know, random DMs, 
on birthdays and stuff like that. But, you know, I haven't gone to a YouTube function or YouTube conference in years. It's all been uh, Twitch and, 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 uh, and gaming, so to speak. Um, because that's just, that's been the focus of my business and not even on the business side of things. I mean, that let's be real. It, it is a business and this is how I take care of my family. Uh, it's how I pay the bills, right? So subs, bits, tips, ad revenue and sponsorships, you know, that's, that's how I pay my bills. So yes, every decision I make, I have to think of it in the business sense because I have to do what's best for my business because that's, what's best for my family. YouTube is not that. YouTube is not the best thing for my business and not the best thing for my family. It's still a big part of that. And like I said, when I know I've got myself a good video, the next, the next vlog is going to be a good one. The next vlog is going to do well. I can already tell you because I know what happened and I know I've got a good title and thumbnail and it's going to do well because of who's in the thumbnail and because of what the title is going to be. Like it's so stupid that that's how the game works. I can't just vlog and expect it to do well. Now I understand it has a lot to do with the audience, right? I grew an audience based on kids and kid activities and fun act things that kids like to watch. And now here I am, almost a 40 year old dude. Kids want to watch their dad. Kids want to watch other kids. They're watching other teenagers and other 20 year old kids, you know, do making, doing challenges. And last person to stop touching this microphone gets $10,000. <laughs> I don't want to do that stuff. You know, I never have. Like I said, I tried challenges for a little bit. If it was popping off, maybe I would suffer through it for a few months, but the, the, the challenges didn't do well. Um, so I stopped doing them. Um, also, uh, also, that's the thing, the funny thing, and it happens every single day. It happens, it happens like right now. People, kids that have not watched my channel probably in a year, all of a sudden come out of the woodwork because the Christmas video popped up. It showed up on their radar. It showed up in their recommendation feeds. They see a Christmas like, oh, I wonder if the Clintus is supposed to vlog, right? Or the, the kids have been asking me for a month. Are you going to make a Christmas video? Are you going to make a Christmas video? It's like, I don't make videos. I vlog my life. Of course, I'm going to vlog Christmas. It's a, it's, a, it's a magical day. It's memories for me, my family, my kids, right? Oh, and by the way, I also know it's going to do well. <laughs> you know, the Christmas vlog will pay for Christmas, basically. You know, in all intents and purposes. Like, it, it, like that's, that's how it works, you know? Um... But it's like they don't realize, right? Or they'll see a video or they'll hear me say Bryce streams or Bryce got a microphone for his streams. Like, wait, Bryce streams? Where? What's his channel name? It's like, wait, so you haven't seen the last three videos that we talk about it? Or you missed the video where I said Bryce is a streamer now? Like, where have you been? Because that's how YouTube works. I just don't trust my entire business to YouTube anymore. Once upon a time, I did. Once upon a time, I built a business on YouTube. That's not the case today. And I feel like that's important to, to, to mention. A lot of people like to give me shit that like I gave up on YouTube or YouTube's gave, gave, me, gave me what I have or gave me my start and you just abandon it or you don't care about your, your fans on YouTube. And it's not the truth at all. It's not true at all. Um, I recognize that I have thousands, hundreds of thousands of dedicated fans, real fans that love our content, love our family, but because of the nature of YouTube, they don't watch every single vlog. And even when they do watch a vlog, they don't watch every minute of it too. I know that. I can see the statistics, you know? So I'm doing what's the smart business decision, right? What is best for my long-term success to continue to provide for my family by doing things that I love doing? Because that's the ultimate dream, right? 
that's the ultimate dream. I have a quote here. Um, I have it in my phone so I, so I can, I can remind myself of it. Um, when I need, when I, when I need, um, a reminder, um, let's see if I can find it here. I've got way too many, way too many, uh, notes. Here we go. Okay. So the dream, my dream that I'm currently living, and I think everyone would agree this is the dream, is waking up and being happy and doing what you want at all times. That's the dream, right? Whether it's, whether it's owning your own business or working for a successful business or company that, that you enjoy, whatever your job is, right? It's waking up every morning happy, doing what you want at all times. And now let, let me be real. Let's, let, let's be real. I'm not happy all the time, right? 2020 definitely tested me. And I come to this, I come to this realization, this conclusion, we'll talk about it more in the next episode when we do the 2020 review, but just to touch on it, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm an extrovert. And so I feed off of the energy of others, right? Uh, my buddy Chuck likes to say that, you know, I'm a succubus or I like to, I feed off of the energy of others. And it's true. I do. I think that's why I love, that's why I love live streaming so much because it's a live interaction. I'm getting a chance to talk to people in real time. And I think that's also why I did so well early on with the whole pandemic and like, I think that's why I did so well early on. Obviously, it wore on me towards the end of the year, and the last couple of months have been really rough mentally for me and emotionally. But I did early on. Early, I did well early on because I, I nothing changed for me. I still woke up, came, got on Twitch, got live, and and was talking to you know 100 people every single day. You know, and and in an eight-hour stream, I'd have two to three thousand um, people come through, right? That's another thing that people like to, to, to laugh at is, is the numbers, right? How do you make a living with only 80, 80 viewers? How, 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 do you, how do you pay all your bills with, with you know, 100 people watching you? Because it's not like YouTube where that is 100 people that watched me right now. It doesn't compound, right? If you leave, if you're watching me live right now and you leave, that view count drops by one. If, if, if a new person comes in, it goes back up by one. It's not like YouTube where the, the, the views keep racking up. Oh, and by the way, the same person can watch the same YouTube video a dozen times. It counts as a dozen views. That's not how it works on Twitch. You can only watch the stream one time. So, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things where um, a lot, that's, that's kind of how we got to where we're at. That's kind of what I wanted to kind of start with that at the beginning of this episode, talking about where I'm at today, how I got here why YouTube is the way YouTube is and why you hear me talk about Twitch so much on YouTube. That's why you hear me talk about Twitch pretty much everywhere because Twitch now is my main focus for my business. It's my main content. Um, you know, I, I unboxed uh, uh, some, some packages from the PO box. I, I read a bunch of Christmas uh, cards and letters. I did it here live on Twitch. Then I uploaded that to YouTube, right? Five, six years ago, it would have been vlogged. Everything's vlogged and put up on YouTube because that was where it went. All the content went to YouTube, you know? And the thing is, is people ask me all the time because I have another YouTube channel called Clintus Now and I haven't uploaded to that in, in years. And people ask me all the time, like, 
wait, are you ever going to use Clintus now again? And I, and I have to remind them Clintus now was created in a time when there was no Instagram. There was no Instagram stories. There was no Twitter video, right? Like that stuff didn't exist. Think about today. We have stories on pretty much every platform. Twitter has them now called fleets. YouTube has them. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, like stories are instant gratification. And you know, they go away in 24 hours. So you are subconsciously, oh, I need to check my stories because if I miss anything, they're gone. I'm not going to miss them, right? I created Clintus Now back when that didn't exist. So that's what the idea with Clintus Now was. I would record from my iPhone and I would upload immediately from my phone. Just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. This is what I'm doing right now. Clintus Now. So that doesn't exist anymore. That does, there's no need for that channel anymore because I can do that on Instagram. I can do it on Twitter. I can, you know, here's a fleet. Here's, here's a tweet. Here's, a, you know, whatever. And so same thing goes for the vlog channel. Once upon a time, the vlogs were the only way for me to share my day. Big announcements, travel, conferences. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the way I did it. That was the only way I did it. Now, fast forward to today, I can go live from my phone 10 different ways. I can post a story 10 different ways. I can record a video and upload it to six different sites. Like technology has changed, which means the content has changed. It's evolved, right? And I still think that live is the best. Live is the best way to share something. Hey, this is happening right now, guys. Now I've got that IRL backpack. I can now go to a conference and walk around the conference and you can experience the conference with me in real time. You know, we go on vacation. I can walk around the streets of some, some city and explore, you know? So it's one of those things where the content has, the content has to evolve because our lives have evolved, right? That's, that brings me to the next thing I want to talk about is, 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 is us, right? When I, when I quit my job six years ago, Sierra was 10 years old, 10. What, what is that? Like fifth grade? Yeah, fifth grade, which means Bryce was eight and he was like in second grade. So it's one of those things where what, what I was recording and the way my life was back then is vastly different today. I have two teenagers now. I got a daughter with a boyfriend who's getting ready to get her license and be able to drive herself to wherever she wants to go. I got a son who basically hangs out with friends every single day by playing video games. And while I, so I subconsciously think about how many hours he's in the chair and he needs to get his butt up and get, move around. Hence why he got an Apple watch for Christmas because he's now tracking his movement and he's like making sure that he hits his move goal every day, which win winning best Christmas gift right there. Um, but like, but just even the, my life, as it, as, as, as where I'm at in my life is vastly different than it was six years ago. I just don't have the life in my opinion, that's vlog worthy seven days a week. Like if Twitch disappeared tomorrow, if, if Twitch was just like, boom, gone tomorrow and YouTube was my only thing again, right? First and foremost, I would definitely start live streaming immediately on YouTube, right? Whether that's Clintus games or Clintus TV, I, I don't know yet where where it would live. I mean, it makes sense for the gaming to be on gaming and, and IRL to be on, on Clint's TV. But my point is if, if it disappeared tomorrow, I wouldn't just magically go back to daily vlogging. I mean, I might at first cause I got all this abundance of free time, but 
I would not just go back to daily vlogging because my life is, in my opinion, just not, it's not suited for that. You know, I get asked every single day, will you go back to daily vlogs? Will you please go back to daily vlogs? Will you ever go back to daily vlogs? And I'm like, but, but I don't know what to show you. I don't know what to do. Like I used to be, the kids were little. So it's like, I got home from work. It was like, hey, let's go to the park. Hey, let's go do laser tag. Let's go do these fun things because they're little kids and they need to be occupied. I don't want them sitting in front of a TV all day. We'll, we'll watch TV when they get, we get home, right? But let's go do something fun. Well, now they're teenagers. They have their own fun, right? Sierra will grab a volleyball, go to the park, play some volleyball. Bryce plays video games with his friends, goes to the basketball court, rollerblades. Like, you know, they, do, they, they have things they like to do. But when they're little, they need mommy and daddy to help them do things. Or they have to ask for permission. Or, hey, can you drive me someplace? Or, hey, can you take my friend's house? You know, times have changed. And, um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't really watch too much YouTube these days. And I definitely don't watch, when I do watch YouTube, I'm not watching family vlogs. I don't even know if, what, what, what family vloggers are still out there. You know, like I said, I have some friends that are still vlogging, but A, they're not daily. And B, I don't know where they are in the hierarchy as far as like how well they're doing. Like I haven't checked stats. I, again, it's not where I'm, where my, where my focus goes or my, my brain goes, but, um, I just don't know how successful daily vloggers are these days, right? Unless you're doing some kind of challenge or you're doing some kind of like angle where it's a daily vlog, but Hey, we're doing some crazy. And that's the title and thumbnail, which cooks you in. Cause I know I used to be there. I know how it works. Um, I'm just not playing the game anymore. And, uh, so I don't know. I, I forget where I was going with that, but, but like I said, family's grown up. I'm grown up. We've evolved. Six years is a long time. If you think about it. Um, you know, I, 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 I reiterate myself and I remind you all the time that I, I don't plan on ever stop vlogging, but I'm just refining what I vlog, right? When, when I'm in a vlogging mood, like I was this weekend, I vlogged both Saturday and Sunday. Um, I don't know yet if it's gonna be one vlog or two, but 100% you're gonna get a vlog, uh, later this week. And, uh, I'm definitely gonna be vlogging New Year's Eve, obviously, most likely New Year's Day, right? Cause it's an event. It's, it's a thing. It's something worth capturing and, and sharing that's bigger than an Instagram story. It's bigger than an Instagram video or, or, or Twitter video, right? Because those are limited I've even kicked around the idea of doing like daily posts where I'm literally just storing my entire day. The problem with that is that it goes away in 24 hours, which good thing, bad thing, but not monetizable. That was something me and some of my friends talked about is that nothing really right now is monetizable when it comes to um, like posts, stories. Like the, the, right now, I don't have any monetization on any of that stuff. So again, as a business, it's hard to quantify doing, putting a lot of time and effort into that other than growing the social, like growing those platforms, which I continue to do. Obviously I still focus on that and I do a bad job right now of, of, um, of growing those in the way I should. It's an ever, it's a never ending battle for me because, you know, as we talk about YouTube and Twitch as the big pillars, we have the podcast that I started coming up on two years now. Uh, which I failed miserably at, at maintaining that, um, you know, someone else, someone 
sent me a thing today. They said they were thinking about me saying how consistency is more important than the, the quality, right? So a quantity over quality conversation, but it's, it's, it's really more specific to consistency. Um, making sure that I'm doing what I'm saying I'm supposed to be doing every time when I do it, even if the quality is lacking a little bit. Right. And I liked it because, um, I like how the, 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 the quote actually said like a minus and B minus or something like that. So it's like still like high quality, but not like, but, but one's higher than the other. The consistency is higher than, than the, than the quality. Um, cause I tend to be an overthinker. Uh, I, I forget what the terminology is. Um, analysis paralysis. You spend so much time analyzing something that you never actually act on it. I definitely fall guilty of that from time to time. Um, I am definitely an overthinker and I think it really comes down to, I just, when I do something, I want to, I want people to be excited about it. I want to be people, people to be proud of it or happy with it. Um, I'm definitely a people pleaser. We talked about personalities recently, uh, on, on Twitch and different personality types. And, um, I'm definitely a people pleaser. Uh, I, I tend to always want to make people happy and to please them and them to like what it is I'm doing. And so I think I overthink things because I'm like, well, what's the most people going to like? What is this person going to like? Right. There's definitely some key people that I like their opinion have more weight than others. So it's like, well, what is this person going to think about me doing this or me saying this, you know? Uh, that's where my brain tends to get stuck in the mud. Um, I have little voices in my head from some friends of mine that like to remind me of certain things. Um, and I, I definitely lean on those words, statements, those phrases more, more and more. Um, but anyway, um, that's kind of where we're at now. Twitch isn't, Twitch is definitely the, the main pillar. YouTube is, is secondary. Um, I've started working with brands and partners, uh, and I'm getting to a point now where it's more than just affiliate links. It's more than just, you know, a, a quick shout out. Um, I'm working with certain brands now as ambassador, um, you know, where it's a long-term relationship, certain brands you see more and more, uh, pre prevalent as I point to my G fuel chair here. I got reminded today that when I'm recording the podcast, I have to make sure that I remember that it's a podcast. Not everybody's watching this. I'm doing it live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Clintus. This is also then uploaded to youtube.com slash Clintus, but it's the podcast uh, at riffingwithclintus.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can subscribe for free. But anyway, you know, I work with certain brands that, that pay me, um, you know, to, to embrace the brand and, and, you know, I wear the shirts and the hats and the product and, you know, things are on stream and banners and all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, so that's kind of where, where, where I'm pushing more and more in the future is working with more brands long term. I'm not looking for just one quick, you know, uh, one quick check. It's like I'm looking for long term partnerships. I'm looking for um, mutual, you know, uh, collaborations. And um, I feel like I'm in a good place. You know, someone else reminded me again, I have such an amazing, amazing group of people in my like circle, I have, I have, I have an amazing community, but I also have an amazing group of friends and colleagues that I can talk to. And they, they, they have such great insights because for a lot of these people, they're watching other streams as well. They're, they're watching other content and they hear other people talk and they have these different ideas. 
being on a different side of the of the coin, right? They're not the they're not in this chair. They're not streaming. They're not creating content, but they're around it enough to have opinions about it and some really great ideas. But um, someone, God, now I'm trying to remember what uh, what the statement was. Um, oh, I just lost it. I was trying to explain where I was going, and then I lost the thought. But um, anyway, it. It's one of those things where <laughs> I don't know. I, I totally lost my train of thought. I I really enjoying. I enjoy where what I'm doing. Um, I'm happy with the streams and with YouTube for the most part. The podcast just needs to get back into consistency. I think I'm I, I'm hoping that putting this on my calendar and being in this chair, being live, having people wait for me to do this live will make it the biggest difference. It'll keep me more consistent. Something happened last minute last week. I was able I had to cancel the last minute, but other than that kind of situation where it's just like last minute, boom, it drops me. Um, then you know I should be here every Monday to record the podcast. Now, if I have a second episode that I want to record for some reason. You know, it, the question is, is do I record it or do I, do I stream it or do I just record it? Haven't gotten there yet. Right now I'm just trying to get consistent to one episode a week. Um, hopefully get that to you guys as we move into the new year. Um, I'm really big on my schedule. I'm really big on trying to maintain a schedule and, um, you know, the last couple of weeks have been working out well for me. Um, but I find myself, I'll be, again, I'll be honest with you. I find myself wanting to stream more. As silly as that sounds, I mean, I'm, right now I'm I'm pretty close to 40 hours a week, and I find myself wanting to stream more because I just I and I I love it so much, I enjoy it so much, um, that I feel compelled to do it more and more. Um, you know, I looked I look to I look up to some some streamers, some fellow streamers, uh, and I, you know I try to like look. Obviously, everyone's lives are different, and you don't know all the details of everyone's lives. But you know, I I try to compare myself to other dads, other dad streamers. You know, what hours they're they're streaming, um, what hours are they maintaining? Um, you know, part of me wants to start earlier because of the east East Coast, uh, starting at like say eight a.m. my time, right? Still doing eight hours, it means I end at four. It gives me myself two hours before dinner, and then after dinner, I have the option to come back on at night. Um, but I'm trying to juggle so many things, right? Like right now, Monday nights, I, I do the podcast Tuesday and Thursday. Bryce is streaming Wednesday is for Sierra, whatever she wants to do, watch a movie, watch TV, go get Froyo, whatever. And then Friday night is my wife, right? Happy hour when happy hour can happen. Um, or just making cocktails, you know, cooking dinner, that side of thing. So my nights have kind of been locked in to family stuff, um, which means night streams aren't really a thing right now. And I'm missing playing with my friends. Um, so that's been kind of uh, me trying to figure this out. Because I need I need it to be a good place for me. That means I, I have to sacrifice playing games with the majority of my friends because they're all on in the evenings. Um, but I'm happier overall. I'm able to be more productive for the business. Then it's a sacrifice that I have to make. Um, one of the other things, too, is I'm, I'm, I'm coming to the point where I'm, again, overthinking the time that I give to my family or to whatever, to other things and reallocating that time saying, okay, look weekends. I don't really, I don't stream and I don't really do much work other than social posts, which as of late haven't been much because I've been doing much. Um, 
So going back to Monday through Friday is work, right? I spend a little bit of time in the morning, a little bit of time in the afternoon, maybe a little bit of time in the evening, but then it's like work, 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 Monday through Friday. So the weekends I can just, and, uh, you know, trying to figure out where that balance is, um, in regards to, do I take say Wednesday off and keep my Wednesday open during the week for stuff, for calls, meetings, whatever. And I, I stream on Saturdays. I think the wife is against that. And also, uh, if the, when the kids have sports, that's usually on the weekends. So it makes it more difficult to have that commitment. Cause I, I, again, going back to like the corporate world, I like to have a schedule to tell everybody, Hey, this is my schedule. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Hey, this is what you can expect from me. Um, cause otherwise I am all over the place. Hence look at the, the vlogs, right? The moment I stop doing Wednesday and Saturday uploads, when are you gonna get a vlog? I don't know. Maybe Monday, maybe four, maybe Friday, two, two Saturdays from now, who knows? You know, I need that schedule. I need that, that block, the box to stay in, you know? Um, so that's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're, uh, we're, we're kicking ass on, on Twitch. Um, oh, I remember the thought that it came to me. Okay. So a member of my team, a colleague, a friend said to me one time about numbers, right? Cause I, as a content creator, we're always looking at numbers. We're looking at data. We're looking at analytics, right? If it's YouTube, you're looking at views, you're looking at subs, right? Uh, minutes watched. If you're into the really nitty gritty stuff, if you're on Twitch, you're looking at the average concurrence, right? That's the number that everyone looks at. It's the big red number that's on everyone's channel. And, you know, I openly admit that after three and a half years, I would assume my average concurrence would be higher, right? Um, and I say average because some days I am above average and some days I'm below average, right? But I have an average. It's right around 100 viewers, right there. It's just, just slightly under that. And that's, I'm giving myself a little bit of a credit there because realistically, it's my average is under 100 viewers. The point I'm trying to make is I was making a point of this. I'm like, you know, when it comes from my like annual review, come from my annual renewal, that number gets brought up. I look at it for the whole year and it's not where I had my head a year ago. But the person said, the person said, you are more than just one thing. You always have been. Ever since YouTube did its thing, you diversified yourself and you're no longer just a vlogger and just a YouTuber. You're not just a Twitch streamer. You can't compare yourself to anyone else because most people are only doing one thing. Unless you're super big, now you can afford to hire people to do all these other things for you, right? And you have a team, you have an editor, you have, you know, again, I know this. It's just hearing it from my friends, hearing it from, you know, a member of my team, it's a reminder. And I need those reminders, right? Um, Again, I've got some really great friends that know me very well, and they just know how to say the right thing at the right time to get my head back focused and centered. And so when I look at my numbers or I look at my analytics, you know, on the, the surface level, I'm like, oh man, well, didn't, didn't hit my numbers the way I, the way I wanted to this month. Or, uh, you know, uh, I didn't grow percentage wise, like I thought I was going to in all the different metrics, right? Now, granted, across the board, we are growing. Every number is green. Everything is an arrow up like year over year. So, you know, I'm happy there. I'm not going backwards. I'm not losing, you know, I'm, I'm still able to do what I do. 
we just bought a new home, our quote unquote forever home, right? At least for the next decade while the kids are here and the kids grow up and can move out. Um, we're going to talk about the house in a future episode. Why this house? Why am I so excited about this house? Why I like this house better than the last house? Blah, blah, blah. That's all going to be talked about. But um, it's, it's in a, I'm in a place where I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for what I have. The last six years has, I built a business. I just, I had a conversation with my accountant uh, two weeks ago, kind of wrapping up the year, kind of projecting where we're going to end the year, what we're looking at for 2021. And I'm doing well. I mean, I really, I can't complain. It's just hard because, you know, I don't share all the details with everybody else. So it's hard for everyone to understand where I'm at, the trajectory that I'm going, right? It's easy just to look at a number on the screen and be like, right? At that moment in time, that, that, that moment you were there, that person was there, right? Or flip it around. You come in and all of a sudden my viewership is triple or quadruple what it normally is. And the first question that comes to your mind is what happened? What happened? Why is there so many viewers? <laughs> it's like, you know, it can't be just, I'm having a good day. Something, something happened. Something had to have happened. There's just those little funny things, those little, those little, uh, splinters, if you will. But no, um, Six years later, guys, here we are. And I am so optimistic for 2021. I'm so uh, excited for the next year. And I feel, I feel like this way every year. Maybe it's because it's like you kind of come down a down slope and then the holidays give you that boost. And then it's like, yeah, new year, let's go. Right? I was so optimistic for 2020. 2020 is going to be my year, man. Like, and, and I did have a good year. I did have a good year. Um, I signed some new partnerships. Um, I got, I, I signed an exclusive deal with Twitch. I increased my revenue in, in a couple of different sectors. Like again, nitty gritty stuff, details, but holistically I had a good year. Minus all the bullshit that came with 2020 and COVID and politics and, you know, all the, all the things that happened this year that negatively impacted me mentally emotionally and in some levels physically, you know, um, not, not, not going anywhere, not doing anything, but, um, I'm pumped, man. And, uh, I'm not going anywhere. I, 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 my, my business is doing well and all my social networks and social channels are doing well. Um, just some fun facts since I quit my job. So December 19th, 2014 to today, um, and I take these, I take these numbers with a grain of salt because again, YouTube changes their the reporting whatnot, but you know, 388 million views on Clintus TV in that amount of time in those six years, uh, which equates to 23 million hours watched of my content, 711,000 subscribers. Like just look at in those numbers seeing that graph over the years, like just it's validation, right? It's, it's, it's that feel good. Like, okay, I've, I've done some things, right? Even someone looks at a resume 
or an IMDB profile or, you know, whatever data point analytics are out there for your profession to look at those numbers and just be like, damn, you know, top 10 videos, right? Top 10 videos. My number one video got 57 million views in those six years, right? Another one got 12, another one got 10. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of eyeballs consuming my content. A lot of, a lot of eyeballs, um, you know, that, that, have, that have, um, consume the content and look forward to new videos. Chris's video, who would have thunk it doing great, killing it, right? That video will continue to get views for the next month or two, even though Christmas is over. And then next year, all the Christmas videos get re, re, repopulated and get repicked up. And like last year's Christmas video, something crazy, like 60,000 views this month, you know, because it's Christmas and kids get all excited for Christmas. So perpetually each video just keeps rolling over, you know, Clint's games, even though I don't really use, I don't really publish to it or, or, or I'm really doing much with it these days. Um, you know, in the six years, 20 million views, 132,000 subscribers, like, you know, that channel still grew, has grown over the years. Um, just obviously not, not to the levels that it, cause I stopped, I just stopped using it. You stop using it, you lose it. Right. That famous, the famous terminology. Um, so what's the future hold for the company? Uh, well, definitely, definitely, you know, we're full-time Twitch 40 hours a week. Um, I'm definitely leaning more into the gaming. Um, I, I do, I love playing video games and I pride myself on more on the community side and, you know, we do a lot of just chatting, but I feel like unless I'm like, unless I do more just chatting, I feel like I lose, I split my audience, right? There's people that are there just to talk to me and just want to hang out. Like I say, that's the, 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 what I'm trying to foster. And those tend to be more of the YouTube side of things, right? They come to hang out and talk to me, ask about the kids, whatever, maybe see the kids. And then the moment I switch to a video game, there's a, there's a moment there they go, what game is he playing? Okay. I don't know what this game is. I don't like this game. And they leave. Then there's a small few that say, okay, I don't care what game it is. I'm gonna hang out for a little bit longer. And then there's others that are just literally, they only care about the game. I talk too much, stop talking. And so there was always this, this dilemma of me trying to like to balance it all, you know? Um, and so I'm definitely more into the video games because I also am trying to be better at the games I play, trying to understand concepts, what's good, what's not, what works, what doesn't, that sort of thing. Um, and also because going back to opportunities from my Twitch channel, you know, I get invited to conferences and play testing and I get free games from distributors and and publishers. Um, I get cool swag like chairs and water bottles and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. And a lot of that comes from the games I play. I've definitely fallen out of grace with some, um, some companies, right? Just over time, I'm no longer a big fish in, in the small pond. There's tons of big fish, much bigger fish than me. Um, and so I feel like a lot of that gets lost because I don't focus on certain brands and certain, certain companies. So I'm, I'm 2021. I'm going to do more of that. Right. Um, I've got amazing group of, of partners and, and, um, companies that I work with. I want to expand that. I've got new management this year, uh, that hopefully is going to help me do that and move me into, um, you know, a few more 
spots and and pay in places. Um, I've got a great Twitch manager that, that works with me on various things. Hopefully 2021, we get back to conferences and, and, uh, you know, events, you know, maybe later, later next year, Q3, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully TwitchCon's a thing. Hopefully we can get to TwitchCon and, and, uh, you know, we can get back to that. We'll see. We'll find out. But, um, I continue to, I plan on continue to, to, to strengthen the relationships that I have as well as build new ones. Um, and as far as content is concerned, just doing, doing more of the same, you know, like I said, I, 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 I can, I plan on streaming 40 hours a week minimum on Twitch. I plan on getting out an episode of the podcast every week, hopefully two, if I can, if I can squeeze a second one out of there, great. Um, you know, and I'm going to keep vlogging. You're going to get birthdays. You're going to get vacations. You're going to get special events. Um, you're going to get anything that, again, that I feel like compelled to share that's more than a post on Instagram, more than a photo or a video or a story. That's really what it comes down to. Like I kind of talked about this in the beginning of the episode. It's like, it needs to be something that's more than what we have today with the stories and the posts. Like you can make a video now and put it on IGTV and it can be five minutes. That's a vlog. That's a YouTube video. You know, YouTube will always be home. YouTube will always be the start of this whole thing. And I'll never forget I'll never forget YouTube. I'll never forget where I came from. You just don't. You don't forget where you come from. But like a kid that moves away from his parents, a kid that moves away from their home, you evolve. We evolve as humans. We evolve as, as, as people. We grow up and we change. I'm not the same person as I was 10 years ago. I'm not the same person as I was 20 years ago. And so I feel like a lot of kids will watch older videos today and assume that's how it is today. And it's not, that was five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago, you know? So they get this nostalgic vibe. And while part of me is like, man, I wish older videos would just disappear. Careful what you wish for. Cause some of my videos have disappeared. Um, I feel like that's what hurts me is that these older videos get picked up in the algorithm. They're popular for a certain kid demographic. And so then these kids jump onto the channel, I binge watch, which is great for ad revenue and viewership and subs and all that metrics that, you know, people seem to care about. But then they come to the new stuff. And they're like, wait a minute, uh, dirt bikes, Nerf guns, camping, rice getting PlayStation four, like, you know, all that crap. I've definitely here on Twitch, um, tried to age up my, my audience. Um, you know, kids still come to Twitch, but unfortunately kids don't know how to hold a conversation and they definitely don't know what a chat room is. Um, since no other platform really has one. So they get into the chat room and they start talking trying to talk to me specifically and they get other people that like to answer them and you know, then they get mouthy or ignore them and get an attitude, whatever. And, you know, then I feel bad because then it usually end up getting timed out or banned from my chat room. It's like, man, it's just a kid being a kid, but kids don't know how to act. And so they get, they piss people off and they get told to leave. And it's a bummer. It's, it's something I, I struggle with on, on a regular basis for that, for that reason. But I'm going to continue to continue to post on YouTube. You know, I'm getting older, you know, I'll be 40 next year. Tiffany's 30, will be 39. Kids, like I said, teenagers, Sierra, gonna be driving this year like as we continue to grow up 
we all grow up, the content's going to grow up as well. So you're going to keep seeing more vlogs centered around Tiffany and I, right? We'll talk about that again in, the, in the, uh, one of the next future episodes about the, about the house we bought and where we live. We bought this house with us in mind. We bought this house with, hey, what if the kids were gone tomorrow? They had moved out, off to college, getting married, whatever. This house was with Tiffany and I post kids in mind. So again, when I say, quote unquote, forever home, I mean a decade minimum. You know, kids are gone. It's just Tiffany and I. This is our house. This is where we're going to live. And I'm very excited about that. I've had multiple moments, multiple times where I'm like, I love, I, I love the thought of growing old with her. I love the thought of like our life post kids. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to speed the process up, but I've never been the dad that says, man, my kids are growing up too fast. I wish they'd slow down, man. I, w- I wish, wish my kids were little again. I wish my kids would stop growing. I've never been that dad. I look forward to every single year because every single year brings new challenges, new achievements, new, you know, new things. And so I look forward to them growing up. I look forward to them getting older. You know, Sierra's got a boyfriend. It's been an awesome experience this year, though it's been weird in 2020. It's been an awesome experience, right? She's going to be driving here by herself very soon. You know, I look forward to, you know, the next couple of years of high school, graduation, you know, I look forward to them getting married and having kids if they decide to do that. I look forward to them traveling and me having to travel to go see them. Like all the things, the possibilities in my head get me excited. But like I said, I, Tiffany and I started a family early, right? We got married at 21 and we started a family at 22. 23. I was 23 when Sierra was born. Um... So I'll be 40, I'll be in the 40s when the kids are gone. I have my whole rest of my life to live, you know, did the dad thing. I'll be looking forward to that grand, the granddad thing, right? So I look forward to the, the empty nesting, if you will. Kids move out, move on. It's just Tiffany and I, right? Start walking around naked. Don't have to worry about kids walking in, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the last house, the big house, right? That house was bought for YouTube. That house was bought with YouTube in mind, the kids in mind, right? Now that'll be this March um, will be four years. Holy shit, it's been four years already? Yeah, 2016, 2017. Wait, let me think. 2017? Yeah, it'll be four years. Holy shit, yeah. So... That's another thing to think about, dude. Holy crap. We did two years in that house and it's been, it'll be two years this March since we left the house. Damn, times flies. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. YouTube was the thing back then. I was banging on, popping off on YouTube. So I'm thinking basketball court, a pool, big ass loft. I could build a box fort. We built a box fort in the house. It was so big. You know, we had an extra room to store all our props and shit. Like we were like a little mini production company. I was trying to be, you know, and so that house was bought for fun. It was bought for the kids. It was bought for YouTube. And as I've said numerous times, it didn't work out the way that I imagined, right? My friends have been to the house. It was an awesome house. It was fabulous. It was fantastic. It was big. It was beautiful. Uh, but it was too big. 
it was too big for us. We don't have any more kids. It was just the four of us. It was too big. Didn't need all that room. It was expensive. And I just felt like I was burning money. Honestly, like now granted if YouTube was still doing well and like, okay, building a box fort over here, you know, did very well and building a studio over here did very well and doing some crazy paint thing over here did, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if it justified it, then it'd make more sense. But when I realized that, that no, that it was no longer justifying the house, you know, and I didn't like the location said that numerous times. Location is definitely number one, right? You look at this house here and you might look at it and go, this house isn't anything special. It's a lot smaller. Like ugh, what, what happened? Why did you, why did you downgrade? I think someone said that you, you someone said that they're, you keep downgrading your house. I'm like, what are you talking about? Downgrading my house. Like when you fucking, you, when you, when you buy a house at the top of the mountain, there's only down below after that, right? Like you can only, you can't go any higher. It's at the top, <laughs> you know? I feel like that's kind of like where it's at. It's like, well, we bought the big house. We didn't like the big house. So of course, we're going to downgrade. Of course, we're going to downsize. Like, very, I don't know, it seems like an ignorant, again, immature kid talking. You know, they think they need the baller status, cars, money, gold chains, you know, whatever. I guess kind of where I want to end the, the podcast is, you know, in six years, I've matured a lot. Um, I've, I'm definitely more humble. Um, as I said earlier, you know, 2015, I over doubled my income when I quit my job and then 2016 almost tripled it. And so I was making a lot more money than I needed. I mean, I was making a lot more money than I knew what to do with. I was blowing it on stupid things, buying stupid things, paying for things that I didn't need to pay for, but I felt like, and I could, I could afford it. Ah, fuck it. I could afford it. It's fine. Um, and when that kind of plateaued, it was no longer going up, up, and up. It plateaued. I realized, okay, it's finite. I've always lived with the philosophy that I'll make more money tomorrow. I still believe that. Like, spend whatever you have today because tomorrow I'll make some more. But as a 39-year-old father, husband, business owner, someone who's been in the content creation field for, you know, well, 14 years total, but six years full time, I know how volatile this business is, right? I, 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 a lot of times will compare this job to a salesman's job or a bartender's job. You know, you, you can show up to work every day, but you don't know what money you're going to make, right? You, you, if you're a bartender, you punch in, you go behind the bar, but if nobody shows up, you're not making any tips, right? If the bar's not making any money, they can't pay you to have you stand there behind the bar. You're a car salesman, right? You make a base pay, but it's garbage. All your money comes from sales. Well, if you can't sell a car because nobody's coming in, you're not making any money, right? And so, um, I'm a lot more, a lot more responsible. I have a good month on Twitch, on YouTube, sponsorships, affiliate links, whatever. I know that you have to roll that money over. You got to save it. You got to invest it. I have a lot of, I was fortunate enough. I was smart enough to invest a good chunk of money back in the days where it was doing good. So I've got some safety nets, if you will. Um, definitely not, definitely not enough to retire. We're still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my thirties. I got a long way to go. And I'm, I'm and then the reality is I'm not looking to retire any, anytime soon. I enjoy my work. 
I enjoy it. I love it. I have no, I have no desire to, to, to do anything else right now. Um, but you know, like I said, I'm more realistic. I'm more mature or more, um, humbled, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I appreciate everyone and whatever attention they give me, you know, and I, and I try to focus on that. I don't, I don't like talking about money. I don't like talking about numbers when it comes to that sort of thing, because a lot of times people don't understand them. People don't understand the numbers. They don't understand where I'm coming from. You know, they see the, they see the red number down here that says how many viewers I have or whatever. And or how many followers you have, you know, that seems to be the metric that everyone asks for is how many subs do you have? How many followers do you have? You know, how many views do you get? And that kind of thing. And the numbers mean so much more when you put a face or a name to them. You know, I, I see people's faces in chat and uh, every day and I, I, I get excited that they keep coming back, right? Your favorite coffee shop, your favorite bar, your, your, your favorite taco, taco stand, right? Cheers. Everyone knows your name, right? I see familiar faces every day and it warms my heart. It gets me excited. I get I get, I get, it puts a smile on my face to see people come back or when someone's been gone for a month and they come back, I'm like, yo, what's up? It's been forever, man. You know? So I say this all the time in my live streams. I'm going to say it again now on the podcast. I appreciate each and every moment you give me wherever you give it on one of the social media platforms, on one of these uh, content platforms, YouTube, Twitch, the podcast. It means so much to me. Because there are so many other places on the internet you could be spending your time. And as long as you continue to listen, as long as you continue to watch, as long as you continue to engage with this content, I will continue to make it. Period. It's as simple as it gets. As long as I'm able to pay my bills, take care of my family, and as long as there's somebody that's paying attention, I'll continue to put it out. So... Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, you can listen to this podcast episode and any podcast episode that I put out, all 58 episodes, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, Slacker. There's like 12 different places you can you can subscribe to this podcast for free and, uh, and you get notified every new episode. I'll also post this on YouTube, youtube.com slash Clintus. That's where my vlogs are. Um, right now, we're posting about one a week. Uh, again, it depends on how busy life gets. Once, once this fucking pandemic goes away and we can get back to normal life, you'll start getting more frequent vlogs for sure. Because I'm definitely more of an outgoing, hey, I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to vlog it. Hey, I'm doing something, I'm going to vlog it. When I'm sitting at home, I ain't vlogging. There's nothing to vlog. It ain't worth my, ain't worth my time, it ain't worth your time. And of course, I stream daily at twitch.tv slash Clintus, playing first-person shooters, chatting with the community, hanging out, telling stories, shooting shit. So if any of that stuff interests you, head on over, hit the follow, hit the sub button. And uh, that's that. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great rest of your week and I will see you on the next one. Peace.